0: Greetings, everyone, and a warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. I'm Tom Poland, beaming out to you from the sunny Sunshine Coast here in Australia, joined today by Pat Helmers. Pat, warm g'day from Down Under, sir. So where are you hanging out?
1: Well, I'm on the sunny coast of Lake Michigan near Chicago. So. And, and it is it is sunny on the coast there, Lake <laughs> it, Michigan? It's a, it's a, although it's November, it's actually been a nice day today. It's, Perfect. Um, it little, did little. snow last week. But today oh. is in the 60s. Oh, so. wow. Okay.
0: So, well, look, th- thanks for turning up, Pat. For those who don't know, Pat, he's a software engineer turned startup sales manager. That means he's got an ability for clinical dissection of what's going on in the sales process. So you can unpack that just the same as a software engineer would be unpacking bugs from a line of code. He's dedicated himself to helping others find success using non-pushy sales. He's the author of a new book titled The Tao, T-A-O, The Tao of Sales Babble, leads us nicely into the title of this little interview, which is How to Sell with the Dow of Sales Babble. Pat, let's get into it. I'm sure we'll unpack what The Tao of Sales Babel is on the way through, but let's kick off with question number one. Now, seven minutes starts. Now, who is your ideal client?
1: Podcast is really centered on business-to-business people, people who are selling to other businesses. In fact, Tom, you've actually been guest on sales babble. I have. <laughs> you know, so it's it was an it was, enjoyable experience yeah, too. It was fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. You know, commonly these are difficult sales. They're enterprise sales. They're not one and done. It's not right. like you can close them on the very first meeting. It takes a while to build a relationship and to figure out the organization that you're selling to. Commonly people buy these products and services collectively. So they've got a way of doing things. And and the seller is more or less kind of a shepherd. They kind of shepherd this flock into a, in, into a direction of making a decision that's that's good for them.
0: And so there are some real challenges in selling to those larger corporations, multiple stakeholders, perhaps committee meetings, um advisory boards, you've already alluded to the fact that they might have protocols in place. This is how we do things around here. And so tell us is the problem you solve, this is question two, is it negotiating those hurdles? What what how would you define the problem that you solve for your ideal clients?
1: I think the biggest problem for them is to to discover them and kind of coach them actually to be fully understanding their own problems and their own challenges and their own aspirations. Lots of times people haven't really fully thought that out. What they've done is they've like, oh, there's a solution. I wonder if that's it and kind of run towards that. And as a sellers, our job is really to like kind of dig deeper into that and to truly understand what are the things that they really want to get to? Where do they want to be? and and sellers often are poor at doing that, and buyers oftentimes are poor at doing that.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. It's normally a bit of a mess at both sides. It is. So it's the
1: blind leading the blind sometimes.
0: Let's let's you're, you're right, your your ideal client, what's going on? So so question three is what are the symptoms of people who are selling to larger corporations? How do they know they need what you've got? What what are the, what are the symptoms of, of their day-to-day selling experiences?
1: Well, you could go through the whole the whole process of sales and see struggles with that. A lot of people in the business space are really good at what they do, especially when it comes to smaller companies or founders or startups. They know they they know their technology or they they know their skills, but they're terrible at selling. so they're afraid to pick up the phone in business. The phone is still very, very powerful. We don't use the phones very often in private life, hardly anymore. But in business, it's it's really important. So they're afraid to pick up the phone. They're unsure what to say. People have a tend to vomit about their thing and not really ask a lot of questions about them. Turns out becoming very pushy and kind of like a lot of founders have a lot of hubris and think every issue out there they can solve. And then that's not the case at all. And then so then there's the discovery part. So that was the lead generation part. There's the discovery part where they don't ask the right kinds of questions to understand exactly what their issues are. There's the presentation part where they're not very good at at giving the prospects, the buyers, an opportunity to ask all their questions completely and honestly, and be pretty frank, what you can and can't do. And then and then the and then a lot of people struggle with closing. They don't really know how to ask for the job business. They're like the the, the buyers going, "This looks like pretty good. That's pretty good." And they, and sometimes people expect the buyer to like actually say, "Well, I'm going to buy." When in reality, maybe it makes more sense for you to ask some closing kinds of questions. And there, and if you do all the previous stuff right, these things kind of happen naturally, right? right. In, so in a quick seven minutes, I guess that I guess that's about it. Right. Right. So. So there's a lot of symptoms there,
0: folks, that if you're you're listening to this, you'd be able to probably tick those boxes and go, yeah, that that sounds like what I've been doing, what I've been experiencing. But you've also itemized some mistakes there. For example, people at the wrong time telling the prospect more about their product as opposed to discovering what the prospect is after. Do you find one of the common mistakes is also that the person doing the selling is doing too much talking? Is that a big one?
1: Right, you should be doing probably 40% of the talking, getting them to talk 60%. In fact, the more they talk, the more likely they'll buy.
0: Right, right. Do you think, a bit of a curveball question, but do you think that it's feeling nervous in a sales conversation is what stimulates people to talk too much?
1: I think people are just don't empathize enough with their customers, with their prospects. Bingo.
0: right. Right, so it's it's more about me, my products, what I want, as and opposed not to them. sitting in the seat of the person see, that. I, I see this
1: as a caregiving. I see the sales profession as almost like caregiving. We're like nurses. We're like we're here to help people walk through. Right. We're not like social workers.
0: Yeah, guess. yeah. So, so if we truly care, we're bartenders, we're caring about people's. <laughs> <need>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we, we're 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 caring about people's needs. We're caring about what they want. We're caring about what will work for them, and. And if our product or services are fit, rather by caring more about selling something, th- thanks for that, because I think that pulls back the lid on, you know, it summarizes what you've been saying pretty well, and that is that it's, it's the, the empathy, the discovery, the caring. What would you say is, there's so much to unpack here, I'm going to give you more resource in a second. But right now, Pat, what would you say would be one thing that someone listening to this could do, which would take them a step in the right direction of the DAO or sales babble? Not going to solve the whole problem, but it might take them a step in the right direction.
1: I think if you adopt an attitude of reciprocity, that I'm here to help them and they're, they'll be helping you. If you have reciprocity in your head, then you won't be thinking about that it's a contest, that it's a competition. It's right. more of a, about partnership.
0: So go into it offering helping and caring and asking as opposed to just trying to flog a product that's going to open the doors of reciprocity nine times out of ten with everyone apart from narcissists and sociopaths and you don't want them as clients anyway (laughs) (laughs) so let's let's give folk that resource where can people go to find out more because you've got such a terrific podcast you're interviewing with me as the exception, you're interviewing very interesting, very <laughs> p- people who can give a lot of valuable information. How can people go and sign up
1: for your stuff? It's easy peasy to find. If you go to salesbabble.com, I'm on all the podcast apps. I'm in Spotify, I, you know, iTunes. Right. I'm easy peasy to find. The website's easy to find, and all the and all the links that we have in there. Currently, I'm working on a book called The Dow of Sales Babble. I'm using the podcast as a as a way of a commitment device to make me write a little bit about it every week. And that has really, really been working. Right.
0: And, it's it's going to be the, the Dao Jing of, of sales, right?
1: This is the Dao de Jing It's Lao Tzu, where everything is interconnected, everything is built upon one another.
0: Yeah. Love the dow. All right. Last question 25 seconds left. What's the one question I should have asked you, but didn't? And the answer, please.
1: Can anybody be a good seller? And? Yes. Yeah. You it may is. not be the greatest seller in the world, but I believe we have in, internally in us a desire to help others. Think about your family, your friends, and all the people that matter in your life. If something, some terrible thing happened to them, you'd be quick to ask. You'd be quick to ask, how can I help? How can I help? How can yeah. I help? Yeah. You up. Take that attitude to your prospective buyers. You will find success It's
0: going to be and it's going to help you relax as well during the process because you're no longer focused on you and what you want you're focused on helping others Pat Helmers, thank you so much for your wisdom and your insights
1: Tom thanks for having me
0: thanks for checking out our marketing the invisible podcast if you like what we're doing here please head over to iTunes to subscribe rate us and leave us a review it's very much appreciated and if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours then check out www. 5hourchallenge.com